0: All right, Kirk, you know I like to throw in a little bonus uh, Ask Travis or Ask Kirk at the backside, right? <laughs> this one's about you. You ready? I'm ready, ready. It says, I got this yesterday without checking your Beckett. How much is a Kirk Morrison signed rookie card? How much do you think your rookie card goes for if you've autographed it? I'm looking at it and it's your signature.
1: I would say about a quarter or 50 <laughs> cent. It's about like a quarter 50 cent?
0: <laughs> That's it? Have you played? What'd you play? Nine years? He got to get more than fifty. So got to get at least a buck,
1: right? Well, we'll see. I mean, it's about fifty cent? Well, how much is it? I, I don't know. I was. Ho- I, I. I
0: need Francis to weigh back in and give me the actual answer. But it looks. I cool go check it you, out. You know, Raider uniform. You got your number fifty two jersey on. It's you blue sharpie in the little box that you're supposed to sign it in. It looks like an upper <laughs> deck card. It looks like you got it figured out. I'd give you a buck for that.
1: All right. Let me. I'll I'll do some research real quick. I'd want I'll you to sign research. it bare,
0: but that's uh <laughs> that, that that's how that goes. One more quick one. If an order of a hundred wings show up, what's the proper amount to eat? And the answer to that question lee is how many people if it's just the two of us well then 50 but if there's i don't know 15 people there i don't know have five or six and keep it moving that sounds
1: about right right <laughs> that's about right yeah <laughs> five or six and keep moving yeah yeah i'm a plain wings guy by the way and you know what travis i plain like, like just fried that's it just fried yeah because i can I, I i like the marinades uh or like the salsa so I, I can't wait to try uh the brown sugar soy sauce and what was the last one brown honey. sugar soy sauce and honey yeah i can't wait to try that yeah. so i like to fry my wings and just have them plain and then i can add whatever i want over the top of them because if i get a you know if i get a little 10 piece travis i may go three barbecue i may go three garlic parmesan and i may go three <laughs> sesame seed you know um well, korean you know, barbecue korean action. barbecue style I, I, that's that's me i i, I want to test you know I, I got i got different tastes you know i want to taste all of them
0: yeah, I, look this is why we get along i understand where you're coming from you know what i, I mean. get this all right dodgers win again last night yes they are 17 and 3 in their last 20 games which is an 85 winning percentage 850 winning percentage okay they've won 85 percent of their games over the last three weeks they've cut one game off of the Giants lead the Giants over that same 20 game span have gone 16 and four one game Kirk which I get it as a Dodger fan is very discouraging to look at it like that I'm going to look at it the other way because when when it comes down to it I, I don't think I think even the Giants would admit that on a spreadsheet on a piece of paper yes the Dodgers have a better team than the Giants do Position by position, pitcher to pitcher, reliever to reliever, the Dodgers have more weapons than the Giants do. And so what the Giants need to do is catch a break here or there. The Giants have caught every break there is to catch. The Giants have gone 16-4 and in their last 20 games, and they've lost ground. That has to be such an uncomfortable feeling. That has to be so nerve wracking to think to yourself: if we literally lose once, they're going to go right by us. And that's what it's like to be a giant, uh, a giant player right now, a giant fan right now. Because the guy with the best players isn't losing either.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's whew, that, that's that's the hard part because you you want to keep your focus on you as always, right? I've always said that in, in sports. The focus, and this is what coaches always say, let's focus on us. Let's focus on us. You can't help but look at what's in front of you. And we, we said it this week with the Dodgers that the Giants actually played before them. So that score is out there in the outfield. You know where they have all the scores around sure. Major League Baseball. And you're looking and saying, oh, man. So it, it, to me, the Dodgers has actually put them, not necessarily pressure, but it put more urgency on them. It's put more urgency, like okay, oh you win, okay here we go, we gotta win, you know what I mean? I, I I like this version of the Dodgers because it's not gonna come easy. Where last year I'm not saying that it came easy, but the Dodgers were clearly the better team all the way through, and you know when they got there they handled no business. I mean we had kind of expected them to win, and they held upheld their end of the bargain. But this year it's given them to me, I think what they've needed. They've needed this kickstart. They needed this something to play for like it's always the that that what is it that championship hangover Mm -hmm. they don't necessarily have a championship hangover but they realize like okay the giants are really really good and we're really really good this happens sometimes but it is it's like playing it's like playing tennis okay oh nice serve yeah i'm coming right back at you and it's back and forth back and forth and which team is going to flinch that's what it is which team is going to flinch? Look, and, and I, the hard part is I just don't I just don't see the the Dodgers flinching I no, think the pressure is going on the Giants a lot more and then you have a series that may be the biggest series of the season, that will be the biggest series of the season when they play each other yeah and that's up. it
0: right they they, yeah. they have two series the Dodgers have the Rockies and the um Atlanta Braves I think and then they go and take on the Giants right those three that's games it. against the Giants are they, they may that's be a play the baseball that's oh, absolutely baseball. absolutely yeah. and we'll, we'll see look there's six games between then and now so by the time they get there dodgers conceivably could be in first place they could also be five games back you know we, we just we just don't know how it's going to shake out but you, you you talk about that that who's going to flinch first who's more pressure does it have it on i, th- I think it's got to be the giants because here's here's mm-hmm. something we saw it last night it didn't really impact the game much last night but it's going to over the next course that i think it's 34 games left in the season okay mookie's back M- Mookie played last night and, and didn't really have too much of a, an impact on the game. He got on base once. He walked, but right and, and he didn't look great. He didn't look like Mookie Betts looks when he's playing at his best. But he's gonna, <laughs> you know, he's <laughs> he's he's, 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 he's that guy. It's one right. of those things that it's it's like playing against Steph Curry, right? That Steph may miss four or five threes in a row, but you're not thinking, ah, he's never going to make another one. You're thinking, oh they're coming. Yeah, <laughs> they're coming. He's going to never, all it means if he misses five in a row is that he's going to make five in a row.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, he needs, yeah, he needs reps too. He needs that bats. I mean, it's just the simulated game is different than a regular game and he is going to be back. Trust me. I I have full confidence in that, but if you're pitching the way that you are, if a couple bats are asleep, you've got time for them to wake up. It, it's not like, Oh, we're like me and you've been talking about this of recent, like, the Dodgers are doing this despite the MVP caliber player of Cody Bellinger and how bad he's been this year, uh-huh. right? They're sticking with him, and he's been bad. He's almost been like a liability, and yet the Dodgers keep on winning. They yeah. just keep on – they keep chugging away, keep plugging away. And somebody's going to flinch. I just don't believe it's going to be the Dodgers. I just think how- that they, they, they have way too much going for them right now in terms of their pitching rotation and that chemistry
0: more pressure going down the stretch Dodgers or Giants 877710 ESPN 877 710 7, 3776 you, you you said something great right there Kirk Th- think about this what where is it? let me look at this 17 and 3 in their last 20 right. they're nearly 40 games over 500 they have the second best record in major league baseball if i would have told you all of that at the beginning of the season you would said yeah okay that makes sense Dodgers are yes. really really good that's fine but what if i would have told you they're gonna have the second best record in Major League Baseball. They're gonna be forty games over five hundred. They're gonna be running away with a playoff position. But here's what happened: Cody Bellinger's gonna hit one seventy all season long. Mookie <laughs> Betts is gonna miss significant parts of the season. You're gonna go on a seventeen and three run, and Mookie Betts is not gonna play in sixteen of those games. Corey is gonna miss half the year. Trevor Bauer is gonna be in some sort of Legal limbo that doesn't allow him to pitch for the team beyond the first couple of months of the season. you would say get get, get out of here, get out of there, here there, yeah. there, there's no way all of that can happen And then I say, oh hey, one other quick little note. Max Scherzer and Trey Turner will both be Dodgers by the all-Star break <laughs> You'd be like, well, what?
1: what? It, how,
0: how in the world is all this go-? And that's exactly what's happened and that's why I think all of the pressure is on the Giants because mm-hmm. put simply, everything that can go right has gone right for the Giants for the Giants absolutely. Everything Absolutely. that can go – I don't want to say everything because everything hasn't gone wrong for the Dodgers. But a lot – uh, Kershaw has missed a bunch of time, or he has missed a little time. All the other things that I just mentioned, Cody Bellinger's batting 172 and does not appear to be anywhere close to figuring it out. And they're still on the heels of the team with the best record in the baseball. The, the, the pressure is on the Giants, Kirk.
1: Oh, all the pressure is on the Giants because, first of all, no one expected it. And you just feel like this magic is going to run out at some point. I mean, what they're doing game in and game out, it's been good. But I think when you look at maybe down the stretch, th- there's going to be some room for them, I think, to lose a couple games and the Dodgers to to take care of business. But I- I'm looking forward to that series. I know Emily was telling us it starts September 4th. That's going to mm-hmm. be that's, – that's playoff baseball at its finest. I mean, think about it. Giants-Dodgers hasn't been that great the last couple seasons. And this year, this series – it's going to be like the, the the series of old. The series that I know I love to try to get a ticket to Dodger Stadium for Giants and Dodgers because you knew it was going to be for something special. This one is going to be pretty much for a division title. Travis and Sleeves brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All
0: guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Sony Michelle, Kirk, says that he was surprised that he got traded from the Patriots to the Rams. I was surprised that he was surprised because I just assumed that all pro athletes, not named I don't know Clayton Kershaw or something like that, know that at any unless it's in your contract that you can't be traded, right? You can be traded at any point. That's just life as a professional athlete. To hear him say he was surprised
1: surprised me. Yeah, I mean, it honestly, you you are surprised because you don't know. Um, there's a you you don't have that in your mind. And I think same thing with Sony Michelle. He didn't have that in his mind. Like this dude's won a Super Bowl with the New England Patriots. He's been one of their well, one of their group of running backs for the last three seasons. So he's going into year four, and it's like, yeah, I'm I'm fully all in. The yeah, Patriots but the Patriots, drafted, Kirk.
0: They, I mean, if anybody, if you should always grow eyes in the back of your head, is in New <laughs> England, right? I yeah. mean, those guys turn you over fast.
1: Yeah, they get rid of you one year too early, before one year too late, and you just should never be surprised. And I think it was more surprising because it happened midweek before the third preseason game. Like, Hey, uh, yeah, you're going to LA. Like what you wake up and it's just, it, it it's a bombshell. I've been traded before. Now I kind of had an inkling. I was going to get traded and kind of mm-hmm. requested a trade quietly, um. After the Raiders drafted a middle linebacker with the eighth overall pick, I was like, "Uh, yeah, I know what that means. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, don't have to spell it out. You don't have to bring me into the office. Kind of knows. I kind of know what that means now. Um, but it worked out for the best of us. I ended up getting traded uh, draft weekend. So you were kind of expecting it. I just didn't know what team. Right. And I think that's yeah. what's what what, it, what what kind of well, hits that, you the most is that, that, that
0: that's the thing too, right? That if, if you get traded, I mean I I, I get what he's saying, that you mm-hmm. you know, you have your what's your air quotes home. I, I right. get drafted by New England, win a Super Bowl with New England, you feel like you've got a chance to be their back in New England. I, I I get it. But hey, look, if they said to me, uh, hey, come on in, we're trading you and they said, you know, it, it's we've decided we're gonna send you out and we're sending you to the Los Angeles Rams, I'd be like, Okay.
1: Cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. not
0: like they said, "Yeah, you know, we're trading you to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're trading you to the Houston Texans. We're trading right. you to the I, I don't know who else is terrible along the way." The, uh, you know, the the Carolina Panthers. Right. Okay. It's it, it's the Rams in L.A. Sean McVay, Matt Stafford, brand new stadium, Hollywood. Yeah, let's go. When uh-huh. you, got, you got my ticket, you got my bags packed. Let's go. <laughs> I'll go today. I, I'd be pretty fired up
1: about that. The, the only bad part for being traded Travis you know what the bad part about it is man Hit me. and and I just bringing up an old wound but th- this is one that needs to be said Travis um, so you, for Sony Michelle he spent three years there uh, three plus because he spent three seasons and he'll you know, go through a training camp for me I had spent five seasons in Oakland mm-hmm. when I was there and it's funny that when you leave the locker room you always think that you're coming back no matter what, even just for one day. Like, I mean, end of the day, I'm going, but I'll be back tomorrow. And when you get traded, it doesn't really hit you that they put all your stuff in a box. Dude, like, Sony Michelle, when he walked out of that facility without Here's knowing he ish. was going to be traded, he was probably <laughs> traded at home. And it's like, you can't go back in there. Yeah. You can't even say bye to all the folks that were just there. Like, it is. <laughs> It was man, oh, and then all got, of a sudden you go to Los Angeles, whatever team you get traded to, and then you see that box. Yeah, it's not a, a good box feeling. of all your old guard, but guess what? It's all the old team stuff. So it's like, <laughs> right. first of all, it has like all your old team name on it. I'm in Jacksonville, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with all this old Raider stuff? Now, luckily ebay raider fans who are out there i still have the box i still have the box travers by the way i didn't do anything. i just kept it and i have a bunch of old raider stuff in there but yeah i had i, I didn't know what to do i'm like you want to be upset you want to be mad but i'm like they just put my stuff in a box and said see you it is a little confusing
0: i i've got very quick i'll tell you the story in less than a minute so I got fired from a job, okay? okay. It, it's actually the only time in my life I've ever actually been, hey, you need to leave. We don't want you here oh, anymore. Oh, so you had
1: to clear the office out.
0: So, so the, yes, basically. It, it was <laughs> one of these, you know, you're, today is your last day. You're, you're leaving at the end of this conversation. And so, you know, kind of shocking. Right? right. And you go in, you put some stuff in your box and you're trying to figure out what you can leave behind, what you actually want to bring. So all of this stuff and I get it and I, I go down, ride the elevator down, put the box in my car, put it in the trunk, close the trunk. I'm like, damn, like, you know, this this really sucks. <laughs> you're right. Dri- <laughs> drive down to the parking structure, you know, you know, kind of it's one of those that you wrap around, you're driving down, 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 mm-hmm. pull up to the gate. And the little card that you use to open the gate, right? Oh, don't tell me that doesn't work. Oh no, don't tell me that. <laughs> they already turned off my card to exit the building, wow. and so I have to back up. I have to go to the, the the part where there's a person in the booth to let you out of the building. Yeah. And and I said, hey, my my card's not working. And she goes, oh, let me see it. And she, you know, looks, picks up the phone and calls and says, hey, you know, card number one two three four is not working, and. And they say, I don't know, it's, not, it's turned off, it doesn't work. And the lady looks at me, yeah, it doesn't work anymore. I said, yeah, I know, I got fired 30 seconds <laughs> Come ago. Come on, man. And she, no. says me, she says to me, oh and just raises the arm and i got to, she didn't she didn't make me pay my six bucks on the, on right. the way out after getting fired but yeah so maybe i, I have a little you tell her, hey
1: hey it worked when i came in
0: but it <laughs> <work all> <laughs> yeah, out. something changed <laughs> between 5 30 this morning and three o'clock this afternoon it is out all right coming up in 15 minutes <laughs> fact or cap but up next what does this have in common science magnets mr white and a very happy birthday to Jesse Pinkman. All of that, one of our best TV shows of all time. That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So we're, we're pretty lucky, Kirk. We, we live in an era where there is not just an abundance of options for our entertainment, right? That, but there's really good stuff that we have 10 million channels and streaming on demand and every movie <laughs> that you could ever want and content. Right. And they're just everything you want. But there has to be something good on, right? correct and it is a birthday it is a 42nd birthday for Aaron Paul today and you may be thinking Aaron Paul Aaron Paul Aaron Paul Jesse Pinkman everybody yeah. knows that Jesse Pinkman Jesse Pink. is is 42 years old today uh from breaking bad that has to be on a very short list of one of the great television series of all time it's not number 1 right. in, in my world but it's definitely
1: top 5 or 6 right <laughs> I think so man um the great part about Breaking Bad for me is that I missed the first how many seasons did Breaking Bad in the BMW. Five maybe five, five, five seasons. Yeah. Five seasons. I think I missed the first three. So it was great because I was watching all of it all at once and it flowed right into so the first three seasons I'm watching and season four was already starting. So I kinda like watched all four seasons all at once and then I had to wait for that final season. Right? The season five and it was just, it was one of those things where I was okay with not sleeping at night just because like, you couldn't turn <laughs> yeah. it off. You know I got to see mean? what happens to Gus Fring. Yeah, I, need, yeah. I need to know how <laughs>
0: Gus gets reconciled. I need to know that. It, you know, does Walt get caught? Is yeah, Hank going to get killed? That. I have a lot of questions that I need to know.
2: I got to oh, say I have I've watched this series probably 5 or 6 times through and with my great education at the University of Virginia I did take <laughs> a class on Breaking Bad and it was amazing it was a great class so-
1: you get college credit for a Breaking Bad class?
2: It was a film studies course. I had oh, I was a media okay. studies major and I minored in film studies, so it was part. Of- it was actually a pretty hard class. Okay, cinematography. All right, I got you. I, I right. would
0: have done pretty well in that class because I-, I I have a pretty good memory for things like that. And and so okay, let me let me just put you on the spot, Kirk. Yeah. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They're going to bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Here's the question. Sure. Your favorite television drama of all time is?
1: (sighs) Favorite television drama of all time. Oh, man. Uh, This is tough, but... I feel like if you turn on Law & Order SVU, I can just kick my feet up and watch it all day long. But are you
0: mesmerized by it? Are you compelled? Are you paying attention? Or is it something to have on in the background?
1: See, that—that that, I think that's two different – you know what I mean? Like if I know it's something that's short-lived, a short-lived drama series, I would go Breaking Bad. Okay. okay. For me, it's Breaking Bad. Short-term drama series, Breaking Bad. Um in terms of something that's long and ongoing. I can watch it all times. And just, it doesn't matter. I can just pick up where it's at. It doesn't matter if I'm in the middle of a season or not because, you know, they don't really have a season. I can watch Law & Order as for you. Um, but I think, like, something short-term, because I know Emily asked me, hey, what other, you know, dr- dramas? Are you Like, Narcos on Netflix. Great show. is amazing. Great show. You know, it, it Mexico have, or Colombia? Um, I think Colombia, man. just." Yeah. Just the whole Pablo It's because of Pablo Escobar, Escobar right? Yeah. I've, I've never, I've, I really felt like I was living at that time. Like I was, I, I felt like my, uh, like I felt nervous. Like I was, I felt like, like what's about to happen? Like, oh my God. Like even though this is even though is you know they get him. Even though you know it's already played <laughs> right. out. Right. I mean, the the crazy, this is how I know it was good, right? Narcos was good for me, Travis. Things were happening during the show. And I would go and start to do research for, like, yeah. two hours. Yeah. You know, I'm looking all of this stuff up. And it correlated perfectly. So Narcos, is, I can't put it as, like, my all-time, man, it, it, it captured my it, uh, it captured my attention for sure. It's fantastic. I have
0: two. They're both dark. They're mm. both incredibly well done. They're both iconic television series. And they couldn't be more different. Mm. One is Mad Men. Okay, that I, I could flip on an episode of Mad Men at almost any time and be mesmerized by it. Because like you're saying, like the, the, the period pieces, right? Yes. That it's not just that Don Draper is a good bad guy and that he's conflicted and he's a liar and he's all these things. But just living in the early 1960s looks like something I might like. Right I, think oh, yeah. I, I yeah. <laughs> the idea of multiple martini lunches and just kind of doing whatever the hell you want whenever you want that sounds like fun to me that having no repercus now maybe not great for everybody else, but, right. but I think that uh I would have liked the Don Draper lifestyle the just the martinis, the big house that just seems fun to me. I like it that I and you. it's a really cool show. It's got twists and turns, lots of nuance and all those things. and the other one that i I've probably like Emily said, Emily said, you've watched the wire four or five times or no I'm sorry, uh breaking bad four yes, or five I'm, times yeah. And and each time you watch it, you probably get something a little bit new, right? Like, oh, right. I, okay, I get it. I get why they had Walt in this spot with this guy. I, every time you watch The Wire, wow, it's it's like a it's like a different story. You see you, you see it differently. You identify with a different character every time. The first time you watch it, it's just kind of a great crime drama, right? That you're yeah. trying to are, are they going to catch the Barksdales? Yeah. And then the second time you watch it, it's kind of like social commentary, and you're kind of rooting for the Barksdales. And you realize that the cops suck and then you're like Marlo, okay, he's just a bad guy. And then you realize like Marlo's a serial killer. It's like there, there, there are so many different levels Try to this. It. And yes, the season at the docks is not the best season, but it's good. It's a good season. So I've, I think I'm have never, to put the wire. At I've the never dock.
1: watched the wire, man. You're kidding. I, I, I have to give up my uh my, my hood card. Um you know, my yeah. street cred is, is, is has <laughs> dropped tremendously. I tell people all the time, I have not watched The Wire. And I'm, it's like, well, I'm flabbergasted. Well, because I didn't have HBO in college. That's number one. Okay. <laughs> and that's when The Wire came out. That was one. HBO Max, Kirk. Yeah. And I, I'm going to watch The Wire at some point, and I know I will, and I'm going to enjoy it. And I know I will. I, I can't wait. So when somebody starts talking about Stringer Bell, you just kinda of sit there like, Yeah, I don't know what's going on.
0: I, I don't when know. Somebody what's going mentions on. Omar, you're like, I, Yeah, I, don't get I it. mean
1: I know the names, <laughs> I know some of the memes. I just don't I can't fully grasp everything and people are like, Oh, you can't I am going to watch The Wire way before I watched Game of Thrones. So don't even worry about Game of Thrones folks out there. Kind of like, you don't watch the I, Thrones?
2: I, no, I, a, I, I don't watch
1: the Thrones. I'm ne- sorry. Ne-
0: never seen an episode. <laughs> don't care to And I will judge you
1: harshly if I know that you like it. I tried. That's how I feel about Game of Thrones. Travis, I really tried, though. I tried, like, two Game of Thrones episodes. And the thing about it is I always, I'm going to watch it. And I watch the first two episodes again. And then I start over. I watch the first two episodes again. It's the same thing over and over again. I just always keep watching the first two episodes. Yeah. Because I just, I can't, I can't get over. It's like, oh, you just got to get over that hump. If I can't get over the hump in the first two episodes, I'm done.
0: It's got weird British accents and dragons and, and, and hobbits and gold. You know, I, 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 There are
2: no like, hobbits. Th- there, there are, are no hobbits. I,
0: I've, ne- I, I've never seen it, and I don't care about it, and I know there are hobbits in it because it's the Lord of the Rings set at a different time. This is a very old man take of you, Travis. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I just know if you like it, I know which category of – <laughs> Entertainment you like, and I will judge you because of it. That, that that's how that, that works, Kirk. There oh, are like man. there are other Trust things I can about get me. on board with.
1: Yeah, say that again. Say so you ain't got to worry about me, brother. I <laughs> am not on. Um...
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come over to your house and force you to watch The Wire. I'm going to say, no, sit down. We're going to go through this, and I'm going to tell you why Bunk is the best character on The Wire because he gets hammered and he solves crimes. Bunk is, Bunk is the man. We'll go through that. All right. Is the NFC West the best division in football? We'll get it coming up in that in about 15 minutes. But coming up next, it is Fact or Cap. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? got a lot of people that were on your side kirk with the breaking bad thing that they got onto it late streamed a bunch of the seasons and they got caught up on time so anthony Rincone sent that one in he's on the same page there get to the wire my man you're gonna absolutely love it I it's time there, for fact or cap
2: welcome back guys uh again just to refresh everybody we just say a statement and then you say whether or not it is fact or cap kirk what does cap mean
1: cap means a lie That is not a (laughs) non-truth.
2: Yes, that is correct. All right. So this is kind of the playoff of what we did yesterday, but any Jack Black movie is a good, bad movie. (laughs) Kirk, factor cap.
1: Oh, this is this is fact, man. It's always a good movie. Jack Black is just hilarious, man. Like he found a way to make things even more so. And it's like, because honestly, you're not even watching the movie about, like, the premise of it. You're just watching him the whole time and all of his, his different characters. So, yeah, this
2: is definitely a fact. So, Emily, ask, ask the question again. I want to make sure I have it right. Any Jack Black movie is a good, bad movie. Cap.
0: Because yeah. I think Jack Black has some good movies that aren't good, bad movies. They're just good movies. <laughs> really? So, So, yeah, I, I, I think he's really funny. You know, I, I know that he this was not a starring vehicle for him, but he's in Anchorman, for instance. He's got a very small part in Anchorman where he punts the dog off the Coronado Bridge. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I I will say that's Cap because I think Jack Black's made some good movies.
1: No, man. It's one of the uh, underrated movie that I really love, by the way, is nacho libre like that is like for me it's a good yeah, that's bad, a good bad movie <laughs> like that is a good bad movie that i love watching school of rock's a good movie right but yeah, okay but I guess, it's not but, a bad movie
2: it's just pretty funny it's, it's a cult classic <laughs> let's just say that uh all right a player from the nl west will win the nl mvp travis is his factor cap
0: that's a great question um Ooh, I I'm gonna say that's a fact. Because I think Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to win the MVP. If he, okay. if he can just kind of stay on the field till the end of the year, even if the Padres continue to fade the way that they do, I think he'll get it. Not because he's the runaway winner, but because I don't think there are a ton of other really viable candidates at this point. We talked about Mac Muncy very briefly. Uh, he's kind of cooled since we had a little MVP talk along the way. There, you know, Freddie Freeman's always going to be kind of in the conversation. I know he won it last year, but there, yeah, I, I think that's a fact because I think I think Tatis is going to get it, Kirk.
1: Yeah, I think I agree with you. It's a fact. Uh, and the reason why I'm saying it, it's a fact, because I think just the NL West is the most exciting division right now in baseball. And they bring more eyeballs because, obviously, you've got three teams hunting in a pennant race, really. Uh, well, two two in a pennant race and one yeah. in a actual like wild card race. But that's what makes it even better. They, they'll have an influence on on whether they go to the playoffs or not.
0: You know, it's funny. I was thinking about, like, how are the Dodgers in the position they are? How are the Giants in the position they are without having, like, a front-runner MVP candidate? Right. And maybe you could make a case as Walker Bueller's an MVP. I know the numbers are good, maybe not extraordinary, but pretty remarkable that the two teams at the top really don't have somebody that jumps to mind.
1: Yeah. And I, I forgot. I didn't know. He's, uh, he's got 14 wins, right, on the season? Yeah. Yeah,
0: you know but I mean? like, Bueller's been the backbone of that team. He's taken the I know, ball every 15. Like know. Just, just looking around.
1: You're saying, like, like – like, there's different guys who you can say, well, what about him? Oh, well, well, what about him? That truly is an MV. That a lot of guys on the Dodgers cancel each other out. Honestly, that's what that's the bad part.
2: All right. So NBC is in talks to have an office reboot. They're kind of essentially standing by, quote unquote. So the office should not do a reboot. Fact. Oh Kirk is his factor cab.
1: Uh, fact. There's just something about doing the reboots. Like once a show dies, it's dead. It's done, and you get to watch the replays and the re uh, the re, uh, you know you know watch it on demand or whatever you want to do. When you, you can't reboot something, tell me something that's been rebooted and it was like, oh my god, thank El Camino. you so much,
2: El Camino by Breaking Bad, fantastic movie, though, reboot. It wasn't a series. It was a, okay. it was a movie, series, though
0: a one off. A but but it's a good answer. I, you know what the answer to the question is? What's been rebooted that was good or better? Yeah, The Office. The Office was a reboot of a British version of The Office, which you know I, I've watched both. British yeah. one's fine. I'm not a Ricky Gervais guy; that's not my my jam. But the American Office yeah. was a reboot of the British Office.
1: But it was, but it was different characters. Like, think about it, when I hear "reboot," I'm thinking of a reboot with the same characters and how. Well, like, what's going to be the new storylines and all that? Like, I can't do that. Like, I'm not into the. Fast and Furious 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, yeah. 13. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't do reboots. Once it's over, it's done for me. Now give me something else because I was a Breaking Bad fan, but they did give me Better Call Saul, which is basically an extended, but it was still different characters. It was a yeah. different show, and I felt like it was a different fan base for Better Call Saul than Breaking Bad.
0: Uh, so let me – they should not do a reboot. That's fact. Because it, in, unless you have Michael Scott in it, it's a terrible show. Right. And it doesn't feel like Steve Carell wants to do that again. So, no, I just – I think that's a really bad idea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Up next, uh, would you make your child stay for all 16 innings of a Dodger game? Travis, is that factor cap?
0: Uh, well, ask the question again. Would I is just an answer. Like, so <laughs> –
2: you would you would make your child stay for all sixteen innings of a Dodger game. Factor cap.
0: Cap because I'm not staying for all sixteen innings. <laughs> I could sit here in posture as the as the and you know, I'm a sports fan, and I stay. Guys, I get up in the morning. I got a job. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not staying until one o'clock in the morning to watch the end of the. It was a great game. I, I, I loved watching it on TV, so the second it was over, I could close my eyes and go to sleep. But no, man, I'm not staying anywhere until 1 o'clock in the morning with my kids. That, that is never, ever going to happen. That is a uh, a cap, Emily.
1: Oh, okay. I think that this is also a little bit cap, but a little bit fact. Because, honestly, if you're going to stay for the whole time, you're probably not but this is one of those cool ways that you can take a kid down and get a little bit closer to the field because (laughs) the people in those seats aren't going to be in those seats by, by inning 12 and 13. And they like, Hey, come on down. Look, Hey, look, we ain't going to never get these seats again. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy it. So I'm I'm like, I'm like a half cap, half fact on this one, man. I'm sorry about that. I like that.
2: (laughs) All right. uh, Two more. So Lakers will have an MVP this year. Kirk is that factor cap?
1: Oh, that's cap. Oh, that's big cap. I think it's just anytime LeBron James is on a team, don't, you you can't give the MVP to anybody else. Like, that's just, if if LeBron's not getting it, nobody else on his team is getting it. That's just, that's, that's what we've seen. Recency bias, because LeBron should have won at least another couple of MVPs. What he did two years ago with the Lakers, that was an MVP type performance. And yet the fascination, and obviously, look, rightfully so, he is now a champion, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I just feel like, the LeBron James story is really, really cool, especially here in L.A., but people are fatigued by it. and Sometimes they're fatigued by the Lakers, and that's why I think that no one can get the MVP from the Lakers anymore because they're all two-star studded. I think it's a fact, and here's why. We talked about mm. Serena a little bit
0: yesterday. We've talked right. about Tiger Woods uh, coming back and winning the Masters a couple of years ago. LeBron James was going to win the MVP last year. He he, and if he wasn't going to win it, he was going to be real damn close, right? That before he got hurt, he was on. He and Embiid were the two guys that were the top of the list as far as MVP candidates went. And Embiid was in and out of the lineup, and had LeBron stayed healthy, he would have won the MVP. I believe that he's got one more of these things in him and he's got it that he's got the support that he needs in anthony davis i hope that i'm wrong about russell westbrook and he gets the support he needs from russell westbrook i think that we're going to see one more banana season from lebron james Mm -hmm. where he says oh you don't think i'm the best player in the league watch this i think that he wins one more and i think it could be next year
2: all right last one uh travis is a bad dad for not letting his kids have a dog kirk is his factor (laughs) cap
1: Oh no, this is uh this is cap. No, he's a great dad. <laughs> this is the wrong person, man. Wrong person to tell uh for not having a dog. I get this question every day. My kid, "Oh, can we have a dog? Please." No. You guys don't even clean the your own <laughs> fish tank. We've got Bluey. One fish. Not two, not three, not four. One. And you can't even clean a fish tank that you got to clean once twice a week. I mean, once every 2 weeks. And you expect to get a dog? Where well, you got to go walk the dog? Feed the dog? No, cuz y'all cuz we know what happens. Dad gets the dog and all of a sudden it becomes dad's dog cuz I got to go does. pick up after it. I got to go feed it. I got to go walk the dog. Travis is a great dad because he's understanding of the responsibility that will be thrust upon him <laughs> by getting a dog for his kids. Okay.
0: I'm going <laughs> to vote against myself. I think it's packed. Because it makes me a responsible adult that I don't want to waste the money, that I don't want to have the time to do it. But here's the thing. There's nobody in this world that I hold in higher regard than my own dad, okay? Okay. I know that he didn't want to have a dog, and he got us one anyway, okay? That's what makes him a great dad, <laughs> All right. okay? One, one of many things that what makes you a great dad is maybe taking one for the team once in a while and saying, I know that this is going to land on me. I know I'm going to have to pick up the poop. I know that I'm the one that's going to have to walk it. I know that I'm the one that's going to have to pay the bill when it gets sick. I know that I'm the one that's going to have to do go home to make sure that the dog gets out and you know, arrange kennel service when we go I, I know that this is all going to land on me. Right. But a good dad would do it anyway. So that, by your question, Emily, definitionally <laughs> makes me a bad dad. So thank you yeah. for making me feel terrible on a Friday uh, late morning. <laughs> thank you for doing that for me. That is your factor cap for the day. Is the NFC West the best division in the NFL and the dump? It's all coming up on Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Kirk, you are going to have a very full football weekend. You've got your UCLA yeah. game tomorrow. You've got your Rams and Broncos pregame show tomorrow. You're going to be all over <laughs> oh, the place. Yeah. Um, thankfully, the Rams preseason is almost done. We can get to the games that matter. Correct. September 12th against the Chicago Bears on Sunday Night Football.
1: I'm not mad at that little two-week break, by the way. <laughs> no. I like that.
0: I like that. I'm going to get my last few weekend rounds of golf in uh, between yeah, now and, and yep, the start of the Rams too. season. That's, uh, that's at the top of the priority list. But the Rams should be really good, right? How many the Vegas has them at ten and a half wins, and we can get to that in a second. But you just look at it. You know, you you've said it. Keyshawn has said it. Marcellus has said it. All the guys that we've ever talked about on these shows when it comes, you got to win your division, right? That yeah, if you win correct. your division, everything else takes care of itself because you're into the playoffs so automatically. You can go from there. These are the teams you know the best the Rams may have the toughest division in football to win. You look at the quarterbacks in this division, Kirk, and maybe with the exception of San Francisco, you're
1: dealing with some really high-level guys. Yeah, I mean, everybody is just, uh, they have that it factor, right? Kyler Murray, I think he's got that it factor. Um, As a guy that, look, when healthy, I think he's uh, one of the good young quarterbacks in this league. He's only in year three and getting better and better. Uh, We know about Russell Wilson, still scares me to death. Every single time he touches the football I think 49ers are a little bit different. Jimmy Garoppolo is a capable quarterback. I don't know why everybody's just so raining on Jimmy Garoppolo. like He's just terrible. I don't think he's terrible Can I stop you
0: right there? Because I have an answer. I don't know if I agree with this, but the the reason that people are dumping on Jimmy Garoppolo is because the 49ers went out and picked a quarterback third overall. Yeah, That tells me (laughs) that the 49ers are dumping on Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: But I know that obviously they want to go in a different direction with, with Trey Lance as their future. I get that part. But honestly, I just don't I don't think that Jimmy Garoppolo was ever that bad. I mean, to lead a team to, um, you know, Super Bowl and even Jared Goff did that. Jared Goff mm-hmm. wasn't ba- He wasn't horrible. He wasn't that bad. But there was clearly some things that Jared Goff was lacking at. And I think that's what the 49ers went and drafted Trey Lance from. It'll be interesting to watch these quarterbacks as they all, you know, play against each other this year. Just the mind frame of or the mindset all of them will have. Because I feel like Matthew Stafford comes in, and he's got a real team around him where he can just mm-hmm. do his job. Russell Wilson seems to always feel like he's got to put everything on his shoulders. And will Kyler Murray stay healthy, and will he figure it out? Um, as, you know, or him and Cliff Kingsbury, can they figure it out? San Francisco, I mean, I think we're going to see some points of Trey Lance throughout the season. You know I mean? We're going to see bits and pieces of him. And everyone knows that there's a guy behind Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think that's something that will make them kind of could, could derail their season, knowing that you have the quarterback of the future. You have a quarterback in place. At some point, that guy's going to play, and so yeah. how do they handle that dynamic?
0: Well, the, the other part too, Kirk, that I think makes it a, a challenge for the Rams. Not not a, not one that they can't solve, but it's it's a challenge. I think it makes it it's a challenge for the Cardinals. It's a challenge for the Niners, and it's a challenge for the Seahawks. All four of the teams in the NFC West expect to make the playoffs.
1: Yes, agree. Now,
0: under under the new rules, technically they all could. Right there, there's <laughs> a right. scenario where all four teams could get in. It's unlikely, but it's right. not impossible. And I don't know if there's another division in football where you look at it and you say every one of these teams, if they miss the playoffs, are going to feel like they had a bad season. You know, just just go on down the line. The Broncos aren't going to make the playoffs. They know that. You go to the, the, the Denver – the Detroit Lions aren't going to make the playoffs. The NFC right. South has two teams that have no chance of making the playoffs. The NFC East – or South it has Carolina. there. This division, the NFC West, all four of these teams – look, Cliff Kingsbury might get fired if they don't win the playoffs. Russell Wilson may ask to say, you know what? I, I kind of hinted up, but I don't, don't want to be here anymore. This team's going the wrong direction. We got to go somewhere else. I don't think that Kyle Shanahan's going to get fired, but Jimmy Garoppolo is going to lose his job if they don't go to the playoffs. There's pressure on all. F- the, the Rams have the most pressure of all. Go to the Super Bowl, or you had a bad year. There aren't yeah. five teams in the league that have that kind of pressure.
1: Yeah, conference championship at, at the least. But getting to a Super Bowl will validate what they did this offseason. I think it's going to be fun. Everybody got better this offseason, right? I think everybody, when you look from top to bottom, uh, everyone got better in this division. It will be the best division in the NFL. Uh, And and I, I can't wait. All those games that the Rams play against the division, uh, on the road or in prime time <laughs> think about mm. that so that the whole world will be able to see rams and cardinals or rams at cardinals rams at 49ers rams at seahawks all of those are on national tv because those are going to be the ones that everybody will get a chance to see i got one for you who's sure. the best
0: coach in that division Because three of the four of them have been to the Super Bowl. Pete Carroll's won the Super Bowl. Pete Carroll's been to the Super Bowl more than once. But Kyle Shanahan took a, let's be nice, took an average quarterback to the Super Bowl. Sean McVay, let's be nice, took an average quarterback to the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson is not an average quarterback. He's an extraordinary player, and they've been a couple times. Who's the best coach?
1: I'm still going to go with Pete Carroll. um, And I think he's built up enough cachet that – He's been through offensive coordinators. He's had defensive coordinators leave. So I'm um, watch. So similar to kind of McVay, you know, they've had so many people have trying to take and take and take away from the staffs, and yet Seattle just keeps on keeps on rolling. We can never say that, man. Seattle was just really, really bad. They've never just been bad. They've been, they've had stretches where they've had bad games, but they haven't been a bad team overall. And a lot of it is because Pete Carroll and watching him put bring that team from a defensive minded team to an offensive minded team. To me, I think he's still the best coach in that division. Now we're talking about the the best offensive mind in that division. Oh, I gotta lean toward Kyle Shanahan over McVeigh. Really? I think he's done it for a lot longer, and McVeigh actually worked under Shanahan, so that's what makes yeah. it even better. But but don't get me wrong, I would love to have both of them, Sean McVay yeah. and Kyle Shanahan. That's a Bueller-Scherzer
0: think- situation, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, you,
1: you, you can pick first and you can take whoever you want because I'm going to be happy right. with whichever guy you leave me with. And I, But I think, though, too, again, here's another year where the success of Matthew Stafford can ultimately push Sean McVay, I think, ahead of Kyle Shanahan. Because we've only seen the McVay offense of recent being run by who? Kirk Cousins? Mm-hmm jared goff Mm -hmm. but now McVay thinks he's got the best quarterback to run his offense and could we be singing a different tune or i could be singing a different tune in in the coming weeks as the season starts all right travis lee is
0: brought to you by goodyear helping you discover the road ahead goodyear more driven kirk it is time for the dump
1: It is Travis and Sleewa on 710 ESPN. The Max Kellerman Show
0: is coming up in minutes. It is the final segment of Travis Slee, and you know what we do for the final segment? It's got an unfortunate name, but a great purpose. It's all the stuff we didn't get to. We
2: call it The Dump.
0: All right, so what do Kanye and Paul Jake have in common? Okay, These are two guys <laughs> that are super famous for different reasons. Kanye actually produces something that people enjoy. He makes music that people like. People are still showing up to listen to him play his album. And, and yeah. Soldier Fields. Like, what, what, I, am I missing something? Kirk, I get it. People like Kanye's music, obviously. But to get I, I get going to a Kanye concert. But I'm, going to watch Kanye just play his record?
1: That seems odd. I'm, I'm just done with the whole thing. And people keep falling for it. Like, why? Don't let Kanye fool you over and over. He's supposed to be releasing an album, Travis. It's not being released. So he's having these release parties where he plays snippets and samples <laughs> of it. And then last night, what really just irked me was that Kim Kardashian was there in a wedding dress. And she like appeared. I'm what? like, are they divorced? Are they not? Like, What's going sure. on? You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, on? They're dragging me into this whole drama. And I'm glad that Keep Up With The Kardashians is no longer on television. But this is all <laughs> reality TV, and I'm just done with it.
0: Hold on. Are you are you suggesting that Kim Kardashian may have done something to get people to pay attention to her? I, I, I this this feels like a bridge too far. And then of but course people you got fall the fall for it. They well, speaking of falling for things, uh, Tyron Woodley is gonna fight uh, Paul Jake. And Jake I, I Paul. think that's what it is. I, I, I Jake, Jake Paul, fine. If you say Paul Pierce, Paul, Paul Hogan, Paul Newman, Chris Paul, Paul McCartney, <laughs> Paul Revere, Paul Bunyan. You did Paul Blart. Take your pick. I don't, I don't know which one of the Pauls are fighting, but he's going to fight. And as long as people keep paying to see Pope John Paul or Peter Paul and Mary or whoever the hell is going to get in the ring this weekend, I I, I I don't know what to tell you. People are going to go listen to records. They're going to yeah. pay to see you know Paul Hogan fight.
1: <laughs> Man, these uh, YouTube influencer pe- people, you know what I mean? I mean, they are getting a ton of money. I mean, there's a reason why. Floyd Mayweather fought Paul not too uh, long ago, right, and, and and made a ton of money. Said I'm making almost a like hundred million dollar, whatever he made in a quick, you know, twelve minute or twelve round exhibition. Same thing here. Tyron Woodley, he's about to get a good check. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not paying for it. So I'm waiting on my, my, my pirates out there to find a nice little stream for your boy. <laughs> Email me. Tweet me at Kirk Morrison, I, and I'll be good to go. I know a guy.
0: I, I know a guy that may have some access to some of those illegal streaming things. I, I'll send him your number. And, uh, Why you gotta do you got to be
1: illegal? Legal streams on Oh, sure, legal sure. That, too.
0: Le- legal stream. That's what I meant. I misspoke. Legal. <laughs> legal streaming. That's it. All right. Manu has confirmed that the club has reached an agreement with Juventus for the the transfer of soccer megastar cristiano ronaldo which means that both ronaldo and Messi are going to be able to play each other in the champions league are you ready for that kirk yeah i guess i mean new
1: jersey sales <laughs> that's I the guess. best answer ever yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> i mean i can't i can never keep up man I, you know I, you know think about it i know Raj grow is a big you know former you know producer of uh max kellerman show sure he's a big soccer guy he uh, is look, I love soccer in terms of like when it really like World Cup and all that. I can't keep up, Travis. I just can't. I, I can't. I don't know the difference between a Champions League, CONCACAF, Liga, La Liga, Euro League, this league. Oh, this is for upper division. This is for lower tier. Like every. I, I can't keep up. Relegation, Kirk.
0: Don't forget relegation. Oh, relegation. So like, They're going to be relegated.
1: Like, this is a championship game. It's not like I can't keep up. Like, the Euro Cup versus the CONCACAF, and we had the Gold Cup a couple weeks ago in Vegas, Two, And then don't even throw in a friendly. Like, come on, man. Yeah, so That's like I a scrimmage, guess, I think. Yeah. So, Travis, if you're asking me, um, am I excited about Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi? I, I mean, I guess. I did see that they're selling more jerseys now. Yeah. And, like, Jordan got got Jordan making money. Jordan yeah, Michael Richard. Jordan. <laughs> I can he's going back to Messi. his own
2: club, his old club too. He he used to be with Man 12 years ago. He's going back to his old club, coming back to his roots. Maybe he'll retire soon. Maybe that's what he's trying to do.
0: I don't want to play against Ronaldo. I don't want to <laughs> do it. I went to a new team and only I should be on a new team and if he goes to a new team then I'm not going to play for PSG and I'm not going to do it. Mom <laughs> i had to get it in one more time before sleigh comes back because sleigh looks at me with those dead eyes that he gives me when i start doing my voices so i had to get it in one more time <laughs> gotcha. former nfl quarterback philip rivers won his first game as a high school head coach st michael's catholic school Forty-nine to nothing. So Kirk, uh, Kirk uh, one of your former nemesis is oh Philip Rivers. Just yes. went and dropped a seven-piece on uh,
1: Saint Michael's Catholic School. <laughs> dang gummit! Um, <laughs> in my Philip Rivers voice, but no, Philip Rivers. Um, look, I was just watching a little bit, some of the comments from people who saw a clip of the highlights of his game that he coached, and you really feel like. The Chargers really wasted his career. Like, to see that he never played in a Super Bowl, Travis. Yeah. Played in one conference championship game. And with yet a he, torn ACL. With a torn ACL. Yeah. Like, he's one of those quarterbacks that you wish you could have probably saw him in, in one Super Bowl. Just to see what it looked yeah.
0: like. He he's one of those guys, Kirk, that you had to have been a part of his era, or, or been a, a football fan when he was playing to know how good he was. Correct. Because if you just look and said, "Oh well, he only won X amount of playoff games," how good he was really good. He, really was, good. he was really right. good and played a very long time and was playing with you know shorthanded a good deal of the time. And he was Kirk, also
1: in, a, in in a conference too with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Yeah, so. it didn't help. Bad, bad time right in Roethlisberger, too. too. <laughs> <And> Roethlisberger's <laughs> yeah. another guy in multiple Super too Bowls as well. who's in his, along in his the way, for draft sure. Class. Yeah.
0: Are you a, a Uber or a Lyft guy?
1: Uh, I, I Uber first.
0: Okay. And Lyft second. Me, too. I use them both. Uber first, Lyft second. You may want to change your tune because if you are a Lyft guy, you can get picked up in the Mobile. The Oscar Mayer Mobile is available for Lyft XL purchases in Los Angeles. You you want to go to uh, dinner with your wife one night riding in the Wienermobile? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I'm a pass on that one, man. <laughs> I think I'm a pass on that one, man. Uh, especially, you ride in the back seat of it, too? Like, yeah, I'm good. Well, I don't think they're going to let you drive it. I mean, I don't think if also I Also, like, decked out. It looks
2: nice inside of it. I saw a TikTok of someone touring it around. It's, like, not like it's a truck. There's, like, seats. It's really nice. It's I don't need Why that Why kind of wouldn't attention? it be
0: nice? They've sold a lot of those hot dogs over the years. Why not? Now, if they gave you a free hot dog for taking it, that's different. <laughs> yeah, now, we have a little <laughs> warm-up dog before you get to wherever it is that you're going to have dinner that now, night. That's all right, different. my friend. It has been a great week with you. I will see you tomorrow uh, when we do a little Rams pregame show. Don't forget that we're going to start that at 4 o'clock. Kirk will be on that with me as well. And you're going to hear Kirk all over the station. Sleet is back on Monday. Don't forget, I'm going to be with Scott Kaplan later this afternoon starting at 4 o'clock. We'll see you Monday morning at 8.55 on Travis and Sleet.